You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 30 of the Amen Corner. He's Stephen Cook. He's Brad Rothschild. And we're at episode 30 already. I know, and we're beyond uh, yeah, Memorial Day. It's a new thing. We usually have about 33, 34 episodes we always before Memorial Day, but we're yeah. we're taking a, a, a shorter hiatus this summer. Right. Too yeah. much going on. Well, I think we also wanted to get to 33. <laughs> at our, least. Larry, our Larry Bird number. Or isn't that the Jesus number? Is it? The, I don't know. Jesus what was Jesus. Jesus wore a Jesus wore a Celtics jersey. What? No. Did, was it, tell, people say their Jesus here is thirty three. Isn't that when he was? Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't pay attention to that stuff. Yeah, New Testament, not for you. Not really for not not for you. Yeah, it's been it's been the spate of articles about how Christian nationalism has killed has done so much damage to Christianity. But like, doesn't it come from Christianity? Isn't that why it's called Christian nationalism? I'm like. Clearly, people are finding retrograde inspiration from your gospel, and not enough people pushed back quickly enough. So this is taking hold, people. Weren't we having similar conversations about Islam and radical Islam about 20 years ago? Well, I mean, Islamism has been around, obviously, for a much longer period of time, as has Christian nationalism. Exactly. But we, we now live in a permissive environment where... All yeah. I'm saying is fundamentalism is fundamentalism. And you exactly. can use any ideology as right. a cover for your fundamentalism. I told you I was giving a talk at the JCC of the <laughs> Upper West Side virtually yesterday. Yes, I wish my, I had known. My 90-year-old aunt and all her pals. I would have gone. It was, uh, you would have brought the average age down by a lot. I know. Anyway, they were all very, all very um What, were you, very, what very was good. the subject? Like, they, they gave me the subject. Israel and the Middle East. I was like, that's kind of a big topic, folks. In any <laughs> so I tried to keep it under 15 I said to them, I, I tried to be like more than a little provocative with them. And I said, oh, you know, the Christ. current ministers in the current government are basically the Jewish version of the Muslim Brotherhood. And do they know what the Muslim Brotherhood is? I, explain, they, I think some of them did and some of them yeah. didn't. But, did your aunt? I'm sure she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Is she like, Stephen, don't be so provocative. No, 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 no. She was. Uh, she was is this your mom's sister? Yeah, my mom's. This is your mom's. Sister. My mom's okay. older sister. So when you said that, you've met her. Yes, yeah, so I have. Yeah. When you said when you told them that, how was their reaction? How did they respond? I wasn't in the room, so you no, know no, I could but... see everybody. I didn't. I didn't. There was no audible groans or anything like that. Uh-huh. Remember, this is Upper West Side. Yeah. So and a very, very smart, very very yeah. smart group. I got. They sent me some of the questions they were going to ask me beforehand that they uh-huh. gathered beforehand. Right. So it was very well uh, informed group. I think most were kind of good Upper West Side liberals, and then that, there was one or two questions in there that I was like, "Hmm, hmm." This not is the every, isn't Jordan not, Palestine question, yeah, but like yeah. masked. Yeah, but not every Jew on the Upper West Side is liberal. By the way, oh, I thought you were all yeah. Some of you are communists. No, that's true. Some of us are communists, but there are, you know, there are a smattering of Israel firsters up here. and uh, They just feel more comfortable among Jews. 
neocons. There's a, you know. Isn't Joe Scarborough live in your neighborhood? Yes, but I don't consider him to be an old Jewish woman. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, he was a conservative member of Congress from the Panhandle of Florida. Of Florida. Yeah. This was in Matt Gates, his district? I don't know. That's I a think good question. So. Now he's be. like, Joe, it's, it's, the, it's the retrograde liberals have gotten to him, the Jews they've gotten to him. <laughs> hey, he's been very outspoken on the anti-Semitism of the Republican Party. Much appreciated. Great. Yeah. I'm really happy for him. By the way, yeah. did you hear what happened, speaking of New York City, in New York last night with um, a member of the current government of Israel who's here for the parade? Simcha Rothman? Yeah, Simcha it's, He was, went to a synagogue in New Jersey and like 500 people showed up to shout him down. Yes, that's There's only 16 part of Israeli it. ministers in town for the Israel parade. But did you hear what happened last night? And he had to like go in and out through like the, the side, side door. door? Yeah, yeah. That, that was two nights ago. Oh, what happened last night? Last night, uh, he By was... By the way, Simcha Rothman was born in Cleveland. Oh, is that true? Yes. Or his parents are Clevelanders yeah. and they made Aliyah and he was born in Israel. Okay. But I think okay. he might have been born in, in Cleveland. But anyway. He's Anglo. He's... Anglophone, right? Fucking dick, but yes, yes. He and when I tell you this story, your opinion of him will only get worse. (laughs) Uh, Because I have like a special thing for him. I think he, he just is like all these other guys. Like Itamar Ben Gavir is just this. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, Simcha Rothman. There's something about him that really sets me off. Anyway, go ahead. So last night he was speaking somewhere else. And you in know, New York City. In New York City. And I was going to ask you if you were going to harass Simcha Rothman. No, well, not last night. However, I'm <laughs> telling, there's a bigger story here. All right, right? All right, all right. I'll, let you, I'll let you finish. So there's a group of Israeli expats mm-hmm. called Unacceptable. Yes. And they have been spearheading the protests. I read about them. Yeah, yes. they've been spearheading the protests here in New York against the judicial coup. Right. Because there's so many Israeli expats in the New York area. And they, you know, are fairly representative of the same type of people who are protesting in Israel. And they uh, feel still very attached to their country. And they want to, you know, show solidarity with the protesters there. So they've been protesting here every Sunday in Washington Square Park. Okay. I didn't know that they've been protesting every Sunday. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. And... They also have been organizing the protests around the 16 ministers who are here for the parade. Uh, And one of them last night, there was a group of them last night that uh, they were tracking him where he was speaking. They knew where he was speaking because it was a publicized event. And they went to, you know, shout him down afterwards. And uh, one woman had a megaphone in her hand and he grabbed it away from her. Um, and another person got shoved to the ground by his bodyguards. How did they even get, how did even any like security or police allow them to get that close? Because I read, I read the story oh. about the protest at the synagogue in New Jersey. In New Jersey by yeah. the way, that's a crazy synagogue. Beth, Beth Sharoon, Jess Sharoon. Like the, ben, the rabbi there was like some crazy radical. Jeshurun. Yeah. But they, oh, you know who used to belong there? Who, uh, who left? Because of the position that the rabbi oh, took. Oh, uh, Foxman. Abe Foxman. Right, right. That was right. also in this article. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. actually know this stuff. So yeah. anyway, so there was a scuffle. Uh, and he he literally grabbed the, the 
the megaphone away from her uh-huh. and, like, wouldn't give it back and she is now charging him uh with battery i think is he gonna get arrested in new york i don't City? know does they're, he have do they have immunity no, well, that's they, the is question. It, like diplomatic immunity you remember si- um lethal weapon 2 when the south african diplomats were basically running right uh, well uh, and the guy was just like, diplomatic immunity. In fact, That's what this guy is it's saying. Not, it's not actually absolute. First of all, in diplomatic no. immunity, there's there's some question of whether they had to be conducting diplomatic business. But there's a case here in the courts in D.C. about Erdogan's security team beating right, up protesters in 2017. Now, there, the civilians, there were two civilians who were actually charged. The security team left the country and the and the the charges were dropped against him but there's a civil case yeah two different civil cases right and i don't know the, what's going to happen with the turkish right. government has claimed sovereign immunity and the courts right. have said no 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 so i don't know what's going to happen here but fun fact Ooh. i was i was on a zoom call yesterday afternoon and among the participants in the zoom call was this woman who later in the evening was attacked by Simcharov. Is it though, the, her name was Shani something? No, it's not, it's not Shani. It's not Shani. Uh-huh. Well, but Shani was on that call too. Uh-huh. Um, so you're, you're part of this. I, you know. Cabal. I really am. So are you going to go protest during the parade or something? I am marching in the parade tomorrow. Amenu is partnering. Are you carrying like a little banner? No, I will not be carrying a banner, but Amenu is partnering with uh, with this Jewish, with this Israeli group, unacceptable. Uh-huh. We are going to have. We have so far over seven hundred people signed up to march wow. us tomorrow. Uh, and your friend and my friend Nomi Colton Max has been uh, in charge. She's been um, from the Amenu side. She's in charge of this. So is it? it aren't her in laws or is it her parents who are deeply involved in INSS at Tel Aviv? Well, INSS yeah. is a big think tank. I feel like I don't know someone well, you there. Went to, you went to Sice with her, right? She was and ahead of me at Sice, and she's been on the board of Amenu for about as long as I have, if not right. longer. Right. She she's Canadian. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and interestingly enough, there are a large number of Canadians who are active, who are activists, and who have been involved with uh, progressive Zionism for quite some time. Um, a lot of Canadian comedians, also. John okay. Candy, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, Harold um, Ramis. What's his name? Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Shit's great. Is Bill Murray Canadian? No, no. He's Bill from Murray. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're what's his name? Of Eugene, uh, Eugene, Eugene Levy. Levy. You're thinking of and his Eugene son. Levy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of Canadians. Yes, a lot of Canadians. <laughs> uh, but well, it's all relative. There's Seth, only like thirty Seth, million of them. Seth Rogen. Wow. Yeah, and Seth Rogen also grew up in a the in a left wing. Is he uh, participating in the parade with Amin? He's not. No, but he's been in. in he grew up you in a left go, wing. Like, while Zionist you're marching, like eating bagels and cream cheese and stuff, and dude, don't you think the entire parade would be eating bagels? Oh, so maybe you cheese? should go. You should go Gonzo and do like bacon cheeseburgers, yeah. secular Zionism. Well, then we'd be eating hummus and pita. <laughs> After appropriating hummus from the local Palestinians, <laughs> we are now going to be consuming it. Colonial settler state. Yeah. There exactly. is that. Oh, my God. Anytime the Israelis say something about hummus or falafel and stuff like that, there's always a, literally a food fight. 
the hummus wars. Yeah, you can't you can't just eat, man. It's like you can't just watch TV any longer. Sure, Do you know how many okay. takes there've been on the end of Succession? I haven't. Like the New York I, Times I runs, runs like it. five takes on the end of Succession a day. I haven't watched any of it. I started uh, watching it because it was shot at CFR New York. There you go. Which was cool. I have two friends from college who want me to give them the uh, succession tour of the yes. council, which I will do next time I'm in New York. Um, so speaking of, this is not apropos of anything. Oh, okay. Hummus, so cheeseburgers, yeah. Israel Day. Um, Did we say cheeseburgers? How are we talking about cheeseburgers? I said cheeseburgers. Like when? if you wanted to go like Gonzo oh, no, during the- No, you said bacon. Bacon. You oh, said- bacon cheeseburger. Um you always go with that the bacon. huge story in the Atlantic about CNN. Okay, so let's give a little background. A little background. This is, this is a long article. But wait, like the psychic connection. As soon as I was done with it, I sent it to you. And uh, you were like, I'm three quarters of the way through. I was just going to send it to I you. Was, I was literally reading it. I'm like, okay, well, I'm finished. I'm going to send it to Stephen because <laughs> I wasn't going to send it to you until I had read it myself all the way through. Right, I, the like, I feel like that's kind of like a lazy, like, Oh, check this I must out. have I started that. it 15 minutes before you did. It's like I read the headline. Let me send it to Steven. Right, He'll be right. interested in this. Well, that's so, yeah. like everybody on Twitter. They only read a headline and then they share right. it and stuff like that. And then you get into trouble for some of your articles. Right. Because <laughs> no one reads it. <laughs> so this was, an, this was a really extensive profile. Um, How long? It was... It was oh, like 10,000 words. This is a, this is a I mean, it, took me like, it took me like a good 50, 55 minutes to oh read Oh, my it. God. Like I said, when, when you sent it to me, I'm like, I'm like three quarters of the way through. I was probably a little bit less, a little bit more than that because I'm like, oh, this keeps going on and on. It was amazing. Yeah. Okay. So it was a profile on the head of CNN, Chris Licht. Mm-hmm. And it talked about... It started off with the aftermath of the Trump shit show town, um, hall. town hall with Kate um, Collins, Caitlin, Caitlin Collins. Collins oh my God. I month. learned a bunch of things about Caitlin Collins in the past couple of weeks that I did not know. And I was like, like Oh my God. Like what? There's clips of her talking about, you know, the Soros, this and the Soros that, and when she was with the daily caller uh-huh. and, you know, engaging in that kind of uh, very unfortunate, anti-semitically tinged oh good way to put that anti-semitically tinged well she wasn't out there it wasn't like these really disgusting people right. were like the soros prosecutors and stuff like that it was a little right, the, it was subtler than that but she <laughs> certainly hit the soros thing a bunch of times right so she didn't and, call him a puppet master no she didn't call him a puppet <laughs> master and there was something else i learned about her this week that i was like really can't remember can't exactly remember. what it was, but it was it was along the same lines. Yeah. Like, anyway, so it was an article about how he came in to CNN to sort of clean house and fix it and fix it and make it less. Per- but wait, let's discuss what fix it. What right. The fix so was yeah, I that, let's talk about that because okay. I have my own issues with with okay. the, how this was. Um, how so this the was fix is so characterized. So yeah. How he came to the job is the guy Jeff Zucker who was running CNN throughout the Trump years and and prior to it he he got sacked because it turned out that he was sleeping with his second in command not good and then there was the whole controversy over over chris cuomo and blah 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 blah. okay well there's a lot of bad there were a lot of bad things that were going on right and and also there's a new head of the parent 
Corporation. Right, right. Uh, there was Discovery. CNN is now owned by Warner Discovery. Ty, uh, Discovery Warner Brothers or Warner Brothers. Warner, Discovery, no, it's yeah. Warner Discovery, Warner, whatever. Yeah. And that there's David Zasloff is, that the head. is the new head of that whole. And he strikes me as an asshole. <laughs> I've never met him, but he strikes yeah. me as one. Exactly. Yes, indeed. Um, and so yeah. the idea was his Zaslav believed. Yeah. That CNN had gone to Way war too, with Trump yeah, and right. alienated half the country, and they brought Lichten to fix it and move it to the center. Right. That's the fix. Moving CNN and reengage with Republicans. Right. And to stop talking down to them and stop treating them like they're stupid. Right. Like right. They, and having Republicans on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. the fix. So that's the fix. So let's talk about that first, because as I'm reading this, I'm like, I don't believe that that was the problem with CNN. Like we can talk about the problem right. with with Chris Cuomo. No, I do. I mean, but to be honest with you, yeah, I do think like if you again, like I see it in like fifteen minute increments. You come in from a run. I come in for a run. I'm trying to stretch. Whatever. I flip on the TV, and I do. I you know if you see that morning program, um, sometimes. Uh, what's her name? Brianna something or other. She'd like go on this like crazy rants. About, and there were rants about Fox and And it it did cross the line, I thought. Like they should have said, okay, now we're going to have an editorial. But it was part of the, the thing. I, I think that there were like so many things during the Trump era, lots of lines and norms okay. were crossed everywhere okay but so that's the not point. that i disagreed with brianna taylor what right. she was saying it's that there wasn't a hard line between hey this is a news story right and now but, i'm going to take five minutes to editorialize but that goes to the heart of what the problem is in the trump era in my opinion okay which is when norms are being shattered in such a way that is putting our freedoms at risk what job is it of the fourth estate? I'm, to, I'm, it, right? Like, are they just there to report? No, to I, say, I like, don't think We're so. just going to go right down the middle. That's what, I think that's strikes? what Zaslav and Licht want. I, what I'm exactly. saying is, Which is why I have no I problem with journalists fighting for democracy. What I, exactly. what I think they should have done okay. was say, okay, Trump is busting all these norms and all these people. We are going to meet that, but we're going we're gonna to stick to journalist norms so we're gonna this is the news and then we're gonna say and now we're this is an editorial this is an opinion this is brianna taylor's opinion this is anderson cooper's opinion and so this is don lemon's opinion so instead of instead of just assuming that people understand there's a difference between uh, what it did was no what it did was it made it easier to undermine the entire operation it made it easier for trump to say oh that's fake news but if they'd said okay here's the story and now we're going to have editorial moment. But if you so let's take for example uh, when Trump was inaugurated, and he lied and had Sean Spicer come out and lie about <laughs> the size. That. Of, I, yeah. that seemed quaint by comparison we were, what we lived through for the, I, the next four it, years. It was quaint, and you and I were actually together when yes. this happened. Yes, because we were at the women's march, the exactly. first women's march in January twenty seventeen, which was so huge in comparison to his his uh, his yes. small inauguration. So when Sean Spicer comes out and blatantly forget about misrepresenting the truth, he lied. lied. He lied, right? So if you, as a news organization, 
do you just report, well, this is what Sean, Sean Spicer said, or do you say, this is an absolute falsehood and yes, we will that's, not but that's allow... Reporting. That's reporting. But, that's but saying, I feel like they said They said it was the biggest crowd ever. Here's the picture. This is clearly a lie. That's... But, but that's I'm not, not editorializing. Okay, I'm not saying that it is. No, no, I'm, I'm saying not, that. But I'm not certain that they took that challenge head on in the I same agree. way. I agree. And, I and, think, to, and to me, that represented the problem of journalism. From the Trump. very beginning. They were yes. flummoxed. They had no idea. First of all, he was awesome for ratings. I mean, think about CNN that's in the run-up to it. They sat there. They'd have his, the cameras on his plane for an hour. That's the bottom line. Right. Right. That's the bottom line. And, you know, in the article, Lick said, like, oh, you know, that's not the only metric that we're looking at ratings. That was obviously not true. Well, well right. Well, right. Tim Alberta, the author of the article, was like, well, yeah. I'm not that's so sure not about true. that. Right. So, so how do you reconcile those two things? And I don't think that uh, TV journalism has figured that out yet. Well, how do you reconcile the fact that Trump was great for ratings? Right. And... He's lying you and destroying. Still, I think truth. you can still. I, I I don't know. You know, there seems to be all this like angst about how do you cover Trump? How do you cover Trump? It seems to me you cover Trump. You say what's lies, what's not lies, and then if your on air journalists want to have their own opinions, you have. Remember, remember when we were growing up, and they'd be like. And now for the, you know, they'd break into the Yankee yes. game and it'd be like, now for the WPIX editorial and some dude yeah. smoking a cigarette would read from the teleprompter something you were like, get, just get back to the game yeah. kind of thing. It okay. seems to me, my so, other, okay, go ahead. next Your problem other. with CNN is to my mind, no matter now, now Licht was accusing MSNBC well, of this, that yeah. everything is, a, is an 11 alarm right, fire. right 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 but so cnn maybe you... not treat everything like an 11 alarm fire but what they do is every issue they then have 11 people in this like okay uh, horseshoe table discussing it discussing okay it. not now, everything requires that i agree true. with them on that if they don't if they want to do away with that the one thing that the article didn't mention and we haven't touched on either cnn during the trump era had lots of Really questionable people on their right. payroll. They did. They, they talked about Corey. He talked about Corey Lewandowski. Okay, Corey Lewandowski is one thing, but what about Rick Santorum? Rick Santorum, right? It didn't mention Rick Santorum. It did in the article, not but mention right. the fact that they would put him on, and he would just parrot whatever lies right. Trump was saying. Right. Like, that to me was the problem. Did they often? Did they have Santorum on with no one else? I felt like they did. I don't even I if they have remember. Him I'm so on, traumatized. No, even if they have him on with other people. Even if he was part of this 11-person panel, why right. are you giving a voice to somebody? As Chris Lick said several times in this article, it's not a question of, you know, if you it's know, raining, if it's, it's raining, raining right, right. But you're said, saying it's not raining at all. Right. And Santorum is one of those people who says it's, it's not, not raining. raining when it's when so it's clearly pour, raining. When it's pouring outside. Right. All right. So, yes, like that metaphor is so obvious that like it's like, okay, well, obviously okay, – so but, he's but alleged not supposed his mandate was to, to, to call, fix all this. Yet at the Trump Town Hall, they had all these crazy people on. So election not, deniers, Byron Donalds. So that's the thing. So you have this whole setup where this guy is brought in to do something very specific, which is which to, not to clear hard. out. Right. Well, I mean, it obviously is hard because he's not doing it right. 
Well, he seems to be a smart guy. Well, he seemed guy. like he came in like a bull in the china shop, arrogant yes. as all get out. Yes. And then, of course, at the end, he's like, well, maybe I shouldn't have done it that way. Right. It's like, maybe. Like, you think? Anybody. Look, he's a guy. He's been in the news business. He was a showrunner for Colbert. Yeah. He was a showrunner for someplace else. Like, do you really come into like CNN and, and like act like an aloof dick? Wouldn't you want to wait like six, seven, eight months, listen to people, observe, you would see think, what's going on, I mean, that's a understand rational, the culture. That's a rational approach that egomaniacs don't take, Stephen. And he was brought in here. He he pushed himself forward his entire right. career right, 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 right. by being an egomaniac. And right. guess what? Like you're well, not So now gonna, he's going to fail. He's clearly going to fail. He's so, failed. He's he's on his way out. Yes, he is on his way out. But I mean, that talk, was the... Well, yeah. We were talking about that before. Let's just say, let's give away the, the end, some of the ending here. Which is? No spoilers, but that he talked to the journalist from The Atlantic for a year, this guy Tim Alberta. Yeah. And it's clear that when he started talking to him, he very much wanted this job. But it's clear by the <laughs> by time the we end. get to like the last third of the article – he definitely does not want this job anymore and wants to be fired. Well, because he is playing to an audience of one. Right. He but, is but subject it's an impossible to the whims. Task. He's subject to the whims of his boss. Right. So, I mean, and so why so would you want that job? So like we were saying earlier, all of this, like what he was brought in to do, and like we're trying to be more, we're trying to give a voice to more conservative. Uh, legitimate. Views, totally legit. And then this whole fiasco that was the town hall which is complete they stack the deck so much in trump's favor that it's like what are you doing like well, who, that, that trump who made- himself didn't know they're like they must want a show so i'm gonna give him a show and so here's the thing he may want to be fired but the thing that's gonna get in the way of i mean the guy's only 51 years old is everybody will remember that Chris Licht is the guy who put on the Trump Town Hall. Not only will everybody remember that, when he dies, this will be the lead <laughs> in his obituary. Exactly. It might even be on his stone. <laughs> this is what everybody will know him for forever. Exactly. Forever. He did so much damage to his own reputation because clearly his boss said to him, this is what's going to happen. Right. And right. whether or not... It was, you know, tacitly agreed to with the Trump team or something that they actually said, like, full on, like, this is what we're going to well, do. there's that whole weirdness about how they had lined up certain guests to talk about it before and after. Yeah. And then suddenly it was all these people. And those were, you know, respect, repu- respect, quote unquote, respectable Republican voices, you know, right of center voices. And then all of a sudden you had Byron Donalds and a number of other election deniers. Yeah. Who are, you know, closely connected to MAGA, Trump Magaline, which is most of the Republican Party anyway. But yeah, well, that's that's the thing. So it's clear this guy Zaslav was overruling him. Yes. And yeah. So here's the thing. How do you tr- I, look? They're striving for this sense of balance. Right. And right. you just said it yourself. The Republican Party today is right. MAGA, is MAGA. Well, so I think that's how what- do you. How do you try to include voices from this right when all of those voices are the same ones saying that it's not raining? Right, exactly. I mean, that was, I mean, Alberta, Alberta nodded in that direction during the article as well, which is, I mean, it's a structural problem that you have now that you want to move to the center, but no self-respecting MAGA person or Republican is going to 
want to be in the center. So how do you how do you circle that square? Right. I don't know. I, look, the other problem that Chris Licht has is that his just his general overhaul of CNN sucks. Has it like that morning show that he put with yeah, Caitlin with Collins, the other woman, and Don Lemon, who he subsequently fired over something unrelated? But I mean, Don Lemon is a lightning rod for a lot of people, anyway. Um, and the like, show failed. Sucked. Apparently, it's like no viewers. It's like and now their ratings, ratings, their ratings are in the toilet. Terrible. I have not turned on CNN in six months. More maybe since Zaslav took over and since oh, yeah. Chris Lick took over, because for the exact reason that they said, like, oh, you've alienated all these voices on the right. right. It's like, oh, so now we're gonna ele- and because again, in my memory, I didn't forget that Rick Santorum was on right. there all the time, right? Do you know can- that I, I, like I said, I rarely land on it. You I know don't what, turn it on. I've started doing like this this stretching Bloomberg, Bloomberg in the morning. I don't watch it. You know why? I mean, there's a lot of market talk that I'm not that interested in, but they do have a good like if you if I'm stretching and I'm looking up at the TV, they have a good it's not even along the bottom. It's like half the screen with like what the headlines are from around the world. I'm looking at Twitter. That's where I'm getting all of my different <sighs> sources Elon of information. Musk. Yeah, you look, I, look, we know what we think about him. I know. And the, and I feel like the so, yeah, platform is going to hell, they're too. Gonna they're gonna, what, what they should do is just, you know, what what's that What's that other network that proclaims that it's going to just do? Oh, yeah. I don't remember the name. It's so Cuomo's on it now with Ashley Banfield yeah, and I don't remember. whatever, a bunch of refugees from the from the networks and the, and the cable but, news programs. But you know, for the in the, the meantime, question is, are Americans interested in that? And it's not. not it seems sh- like Americans are interested in Fox and MSNBC. They are, but in the meantime, CNN still has a good brand. Look, right? when the war in Ukraine started, CNN was everywhere. Calissa Ward, who I know a little bit, is really brave. That guy Fred Flanken, really brave. I mean, there's so there is Holly a brand. Bell, she stood in the middle. Uh, oh no, he's MSNBC. I mean, they have. They have global coverage. Yes. CNN International, I've been on it a bunch around the Turkish elections because God forbid anybody in you know news in the United States care about anything going on. CNN International, was I did a couple of hits with them. It was excellent. Yeah. Um, Look, what I'm saying is there's value still in that right. brand. There's still value. So even if you know people like me have stopped watching, if they do a reboot, and if it and if they can prove to me that they're worth watching again, right. I'll go back. I'm not saying I'm never watching CNN again. I'm saying in this in this right. uh, in this version of it, I'm not interested in it. Right. And I'm not interested in MSNBC, and I'm certainly not interested in Fox. Yeah, it's well, you know, the thing is, the 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 at, at their bit, they're obviously not the same. I mean, MSNBC isn't a, you know a lie machine. But no, it's an outrage machine. At, at their basis, they want to keep their audiences at this like level of right. crisis and right. keep coming back. And they become this where you're like your identity, your political identity is nurtured by tuning in. And that's because this is all a ratings game. Right. Right. So everybody is, you know, you're picking your side and either you're watching it or you're not watching it, but they know who their audience is. Right. Right. And they're just feeding us the outrage or they're feeding right. us the lies and they're keeping us in this right. polarized and, and this, really anxious state. Right. I say this as someone who, you know, when CNN calls, I'm like, I'm 
I'm there or MSNBC when right. I was on. But if Fox in, calls, you're not coming. No, exactly. When so. Fox early on in my career, Fox called a bunch of times, and they were freaking O'Reilly's show yeah. called me endlessly. And finally, I, I went to one of my Yodas, and I was like, I don't know what to do. He's like, just do it once, check the box, and, and whatever. And so I did, and it was a horrible experience. Yeah, yeah. And I never, and and they never called me again, and I never called them. Fox and Friends once called me. They wanted me to be on. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Same thing. I finally did it, and it was terrible. I got on the set, and they're like, "Oh, we changed the story." I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I've never, I've never been on Fox ever since. I did it those two times. Fuck those guys. Right. And that was like 2005, 2006, Fuck those kind guys. of thing. I think the O'Reilly episode was 2006 during the Israel-Lebanon war. Kind uh-huh. of thing. So it's been a really long time since I've been on Fox. But yeah, you know, uh, I wish that I wish that some of you know, like when I was on MSNBC most recently, I was on with Ayman Mohiadeen, who you know cut his teeth as an international journalist. So we had like a nice conversation about the Turkish elections. Um, I was on with him previously. We talked about uh, Israel and the U.S.-Israel relationship, and he gave a lot of time to that because both those issues, because he's interested in that. But he's also on on Saturday and Sunday night between 9 and 10 p.m. So I think they give him a little more yeah. leeway to yeah. do the things that he's interested right, in. Because not, it's not a big audience anyway. Yeah. But I, I do think, I, I, again, my point being, I don't know, I've never been in the TV journalist business, but it seems to me that there's a way to do this where you can say, and, and, and you don't give your opponents the ability to paint every utterance out of as, every journalist word as, as fake, fake news. news. Yeah. If you make, if you, if there's a, a hard line and you're very clear, okay. editorial. I agree with you, but you and I both know that people who have already passed judgment on CNN well, from yeah. the right are never going to change of their course. mind about it. Of course. Just like but, they're never going to like but the there, New York That Times. still doesn't mean that CNN shouldn't do it. I, I don't disagree. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, Licht was right about Don Lemon. Don Lemon had a had a comment, a view about every single right. story. It's so predictable. Well, he's also. gone now, so right. You know, he got his his what he deserved, I guess. I guess. Anyway. All right. All right. I think that was good. You know what we're gonna do? I think we'll add a link to the article. Yeah, we definitely have to. Yeah, that way it was. It was quite an article. Yeah. Check it out if you've got a nice hour that you want to uh, fill uh, learning about something that we just talked about for a half yep. hour. <laughs> All, right, All right. So people. we got a All couple right. more episodes. All right, Habibi. Habibi. Like my t-shirt says. All right, Habibi. All right, enjoy the parade. I love a parade. <laughs> Yalla, Habibi. Scream at Simcha Rothman. I will. I'm going to get my In your face. In your face. All right. Okay, goodbye.